Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Straight Shot Health Talk. This is your host, Dr. Kevin. And today should be a short episode. I know I have said that before and they not turn they don't turn out very short, but this one should be. And what I really wanted to talk about um, was the idea about feedback. Okay, and not necessarily just the idea about feedback and behavior, particularly as it relates to pain, um, but the importance of what you're where you're starting from. And what I mean by that is if you're if you're looking at feedback, and let me just kind of give a brief overview of what I'm talking about here. So there's this principle called the feedback loop. And what feedback loop does is once you have an endpoint in sight, you start, you have to know where your baseline is, you have to know where your endpoint is, and once you start moving, there's a you you're you're looking for measurements that provide you information on whether or not you're making progress to that endpoint. Okay. And the particular type of feedback that is most valuable in that situation is something called negative feedback. Now, the difference between positive and negative feedback, when we're looking at sort of this behavior mechanism or this this navigation mechanism, does not refer to either good or bad. Okay, positive is not a good thing, and negative is not a good is is not a bad thing. In fact, um, when you're when you kind of look at the overall how how these feedback systems work. Um, they, they sort of balance each other. In fact, you don't want too much of one or too much of the other. Uh, so, again, they're not good or bad. Instead, what positive and negative is referring to in these scenarios is the fact that when you are adding a positive feedback is adding to the system. Okay, and so positive feedback is it promotes growth and it promotes change is a big one. Um, but at the extremes of it, if you have too much positive feedback, you start getting instability and, and, and during chaos in the system. So if you get too much instability, uh, too much positive feedback, you're not going to get to where you need to be going. In fact, you may end up in some crazy spiraling pattern somewhere because you're just getting all this positive feedback. This adds, 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 and it increases the gain in the system. The other one that... Um, is actually a little bit more important. Again, you need both of them. You need that positive to kind of generate the change, but you need the negative feedback to 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 sort of direct the path. And then what negative feedback was referring to is information that returns you to the path that you're on. So it's sub- subtracting out um, those other variables to return you onto the path that you need to go. So in a navigation standpoint, one example would be in fact, most navigation systems are using um, negative feedback systems. Again, negative not being bad, negative just being subtraction systems in order to provide the best, uh, in the most efficient navigation technology and allow you to get to where you need to go. If you're looking at your GPS system or your, you know, um, uh, you have Google Maps on or whatever, it's, it's basically using negative feedback systems to make sure that you need to get where you go. It's, it's subtracting out your, your data uh, and saying, okay, you're here. Not here, so we need to do these little subtle adjustments to get you back on track. Now, the importance of this when we're looking about negative feedback systems is um, it's again it's subtracting the difference between and this is a the a definition I pulled from one site here and I like this kind of come, comes down to is you can think of negative feedback as the reduction in the difference between what the desired behavior is and the actual behavior of the system. Okay, and again, system, it doesn't, we're not talking about people necessarily, we're just talking about what system we're measuring in this process. But when we look at this from a human behavior standpoint, this becomes really critical because that difference between desired and actual behavioral system. So the, so the desired is where you're going when you're talking about like navigation and the actual is where you are currently in that path. So if you are desired 
place that you want to end up is Hawaii and you're flying in a plane, the negative feedback is saying, this is where you want to be. You are X degrees off course. So let's subtract that X degrees to return you to that desired endpoint. Little different when we're looking at humans, though. If you can think about this as the desired, as the state you are in, the belief or and the belief system that you have that you are X person or this is where you want to be or this is where you are at. So and these are really strong because most of us where we are right now is where subconsciously is where we believe we should be. OK, so if we replace that desired uh, in that little definition there with where you believe you should be. And again, that belief pattern can, is oftentimes subconscious. We don't necessarily recognize all these subconscious or all these belief systems that are, that are really governing our lives. So that baseline behavior that you feel is congruent with who you are, if you deviate from that typical behavior, negative feedback is going to return you back to what is subconsciously believed to be true about you, okay? And I know that sounds all, all kind of maybe a little bit woo-woo, maybe about positive development, but we got to remember most of our behavior is unconsciously driven. We think we are, you know, rational thinking beings that our brains are telling us what to do and how to do it, and we make all these conscious decisions. And I'm telling you, folks, that's a bunch of, it's, it's, it's simply not true. The vast majority of our behavior is unconscious. It's influenced by all sorts of subtle mediators, most of which we're not recognizing, but a lot of it, you know, past experience, your memories that you have, what you were told in the past, uh, the environment that you were in, expectations that you have for the future. Now, this is one reason why belief systems about pain are incredibly important, okay? Because if we're not examining what our beliefs are about pain, where we are, that desired or that expected behavior of where we are uh, won't change. So when we think about pain, if you believe that pain is about punishment or that hurt equals harm or pain equals damage, or deeper than that, if you believe that because of pain, there is nothing that you can do or you are permanently damaged or permanently disabled and you cannot change, then your behavior is going to shift every time you try to step out of that without recognizing that, you know, that, that, uh, th those unconscious belief patterns. When you try to step out of that, you're going to receive negative feedback to return you to where you are. So what's a kind of a basic example of this? Well, a common belief about back pain is that back pain is a sign of back damage. Again, not true. But if you experience pain and you have this belief of back damage, you are not likely to do that behavior. So if you have a, you're working with somebody and they say, well, the best thing that you can do for back pain is to take a walk and you don't have to walk very far, but we just want to do a real light, gentle walk for you. And you start that walk, but your brain, again, believes that back, your, that your back is damaged and you can't do it. And you start walking too much and your brain starts thinking, oh my God, back, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm doing too much activity. Uh, I read that website and it said that, you know, I shouldn't move with back pain or that, that this is dangerous and this is bad. Now you are outside the, 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 the baseline behavior that your brain believes you to, is important for you to do. You're exceeding that. It's going to, to provide you some type of negative feedback to return you back to that previous level of activity. Okay, so in this situation, that negative feedback it returns to you 
Oh, my baseline is I shouldn't move because my back is damaged and any movement is likely to cause my spine to disintegrate more. New behavior, the behavior that you're now doing from that baseline is movement. So you're doing the, the exact, you're not, you're not on that path where your belief systems are. Negative feedback is kind of trying to return you back to that previous state. And one of the powerful, most powerful kind of negative feedback mechanisms, again, I'm not saying this doesn't mean it's good or bad. All it is saying is providing you information to return you back to where you were is pain. And we harness this with the idea of, of damage. So if you begin pain is damage and, and you believe that movement will cause pain and you believe that you can't move because your spine is disintegrating, that is your baseline state. And when you're trying to perform an activity or work with somebody out, if you are not working on those belief systems, that negative feedback is going to re- trying to return you to that baseline state. Okay, so this is ex- this is if you're if you're a clinician, this is one of the key reasons you need to understand pain science and understand the science behind pain and understand what people believe to be true about pain, because if we're not working on these belief patterns, we're ignoring a very important variable on how to help people to move, get better, to, to master, to decrease, to uh, live better lives, and, and ultimately to de- decrease their experience of pain. Again, we're not looking for complete cessation of pain, folks, for anything. Pain is very important. We want these feedback me- mechanisms. They, they protect us. What we want to do is make sure that these feedback systems are aligned so that our behavior and our, and our lifestyles are ones that, that are, the, are where we want them to be rather than where these uh, kind of false belief systems are, are causing us to, um, to stay into. So again, beliefs are super key. If you are not getting the results that you want, if your pain is not uh, improving, if you've tried things that failed, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go and find the new fancy vitamin supplement or the new fancy, that's the new one, the new one, their, their uh, virtual reality glasses. All of those in a lot of ways are backdooring this effect of we got to look at these foundational beliefs, these identity beliefs that we have about pain, because if our identity is we're broken and damaged and that we cannot get better, these both conscious but more, more, more present, more prominent, these unconscious feedback mechanisms are going to be working hard to return us back to that identity. Okay, and, uh, and, and I, I, I know this is kind of crossing into the personal development world and that's because there's some interesting stuff in the personal development world when you start looking at cognitive and behavioral psychology. But it's, again, if you are not getting the results that you want and you've tried multiple things, I'm telling you, the, the, the thing to do next is to start looking at what your belief systems are. Okay, are they congruent with where you really want to go? If they aren't, we need to work on those belief systems. Or if you have a belief about pain that, again, it is a sign of damage and you're having difficulty um, kind of processing it, how can this not be true? Every time I'm, I have pain, I'm damaged. Well, we can find a bunch of contradictory information on that, okay? And we can definitely show that your pain is not related to the degree of body damage for, for sure, okay? People, almost everybody out there has an example um, where they were bleeding or cut and they're like, well, I, this didn't hurt at all or it didn't hurt nearly as much as I expected it to. Or other times when maybe you stubbed your toe and you thought that you broke your toe uh, and there'd be bones sticking out and ended up you just basically stubbed your toe. So there, that pain is not the same thing as body damage. And if in, um, again, if you are not getting the results that you want, 
or if you're working with clients and those clients are struggling, go look at what the belief systems are. Because if we can change those belief systems or influence those belief systems or get people just consciously aware of what those belief systems are, rather than letting them lie in that subconscious realm where we really don't have any control over them and they start resulting in automatic behavior. We need to get that awareness so we can get a rise above that automatic behavior and we start getting people to move, starting people to um, uh, pay special attention to the key contributors to, the, to whatever their pain is, those key contributors that are involved in how their pain is constructed. Uh, we start, we have to look at those belief systems. So. Not too long. I guess that was only about 12 minutes here, so I didn't go too long on this. But again, the key thing is understanding positive and negative feedback, that negative feedback returns us to, by the definition, to the desired behavior. But if we are not conscious about, for a, from a human standpoint, if we are not conscious of where we, what our belief systems are, those negative feedback, set, uh, negative feedback mechanisms are going to return us to where, uh, consciously or unconsciously, more commonly unconsciously, what we believe to be true about ourselves. Again, so if you believe you're damaged, you're going to have all that negative feedback. If you try to, ex if your brain is thinking, oh my God, they're exceeding this, you're going to cause damage here. It's going to generate some sort of negative feedback to return you back to that baseline function that you believe is safe for you. All right. So belief systems, incredibly important. Negative and positive feedback, very important. Negative feedback is something we all should understand. And until next time, folks, stay well.